You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. on the tower. An ancient evil is awakened within the ebon walls, plunging the four kingdoms into death and despair. Rise the mighty host of warriors, wield powerful treasures, and rally companions to fight back against the darkness. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum, and this is Justin, and today I'm bringing a review of Return to Dark Tower, put out by Restoration Games. It is a 1-4 player, 90-120 to minutes, has an MSRP of $150. Now, this is a updated and revamped version of Dark Tower from over 30 years ago. And it has one of the more dominating table presence in a game I've come across in a long time. No thanks to the Dark Tower itself, which sits in the middle of your board and dominates the entire play area. So much so that you almost can't even see the other half of the board without leaning or peering around or having a friend tell you what's on the other side of it. First off, this game was on Kickstarter and where it was a reduced... Uh, pledge price for those who backed it. So you, if you do find it in the stores, you may see it uh, inflated to that $150 mark, sometimes even higher. If you can wait, I do recommend watching Restoration Games because they have hinted at it that there will be a possible reprint coming with a new expansion, and with that, you'll be able to get the game at their pricing. If you do enjoy this review and want to take the plunge into that Dark Tower, I would recommend watching and waiting and seeing if you can hold off just a little bit longer that darkness. Let's dive into that review. First off, first impressions. This is a beautiful game. I do not have the nostalgia from the originals. My views are definitely coming from a fresh take and a modern board gamer perspective. But coming from Restoration Games, I already had decent expectations based on their other products that they've put out. And this one holds them to a new standard that I don't know where they can go from here because they already destroyed the ceiling with this expectations. So everything from the box to the app to the board to the minis if you get the boards expansion but even the tokens if you don't are nice thick heavy cardboard. Everything just screams high quality which of course is reflected in that price but within that price what you're not seeing is the engineering marvel that the dark tower itself is so it is a battery operated bluetooth enabled that links to an app on your phone or tablet a lot of the game elements are taken and operated from this app and they turn this into a cooperative game there is a competitive mode if you wish to do it but i do find the game shines really well as a cooperative work together because it is a tough game if you put it up onto the grim dark difficulty there is several different monster types uh, for each level, and you select a new one each time. A major adversary is different each time, as well as what quest you're doing. So the replayability out of the box has quite a bit going for it when you mix and match all these different elements together. So I was blown away with those first impressions, opening this box and seeing this and setting it up on the table and going, wow, this game has presence. Let's dive into what the Return to Dark Tower does well. It takes a wonderful app hybrid game and goes into that next level electronic what a modern day version of this game could be and is one piece that i do truly enjoy is 
the mechanisms within the tower itself as well as constantly having a musical ambiance playing the app will dictate what quests are active which you have markers on the board for if there's anything going on when you end your turn you drop a little skull into the tower it rattles around maybe it comes out maybe it doesn't that's actually part of the intrigue of the game and then the app marks that a skull had been entered and moves on to the next player potentially triggering some end of turn events that the players have to deal with so there's this palpable tension when you drop this skull into the tower because you don't know necessarily if it's coming out in the kingdom or area that is already riddled with skulls and already bursting with danger or is it going to be a future threat what about that event that might or might not come is that going to ruin your plans it just pulls this tension off well likewise to keep you guessing each month that you play is a random amount of turns now there is an average and the game does tell you in the rulebook what the average per month per player is but it's just an average you may go shorter you may go longer and again that's that i don't know if i have that one more turn to finish the quest before it goes away and deals its bad effects or possible positive effects for us one thing i do appreciate about dark tower as well is the player actions are very well laid out on your player board as well as allowing you to for the most part choose what to do in what order so therefore you can take an action move a space take another action you can move all of your spaces and take all of your actions in the final space or anywhere in between of those and that's what i truly appreciate is it feels like you have a lot of choice even though when you actually start getting to, into the game your choices narrow very significantly because there's more things to do than you have actions and ability to do there are a few opportunities within return to dark tower it would have been nice to see if the tower was actually a rechargeable battery within it. Currently it uses double A's and you could use rechargeable double A's, but in the day and age of power banks, it would have been nice to see something of that sort included into the core game so that you can reduce waste a little bit on this one. And I feel my largest opportunity that Return to Dark Tower has is each of the four main characters that are in the box if you're playing a full game you're playing with everybody but their virtues are not anything that can change from game to game you can choose which ones you unlock and which order you unlock them in while you play but the brutal warlord will always have the same three virtues to unlock and the only variance will be one of which kingdom power he has access to overall return to dark tower destroyed any expectations i had for it even without having the nostalgic factor from the game, the original game over 30 years ago, this is a modern classic that should be well-received amongst the community, well-received amongst gamers of all kinds, and one of those things that just you don't see come around very often. Your personal feelings aside about an app-driven or hybrid-style game like this, it is amazing to see how integrated everything is and how codependent the board is versus the app versus what you're doing with it and it really offers a tactile physical experience that is unlike anything else i hope that has shined some illumination on return to dark tower for you if you've enjoyed our reviews make sure to follow us on our social media 
That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening, and happy gaming. Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.